Hello, this is William Fink. This is the Christagenia Open Forum. Looks like a light crowd tonight. Everybody must be sleeping already or something. It, it's um, it's Monday, January 10th, 2011. And according to Eli James, we have one Christmas left, right? Okay, I want I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to talk to you tonight and, about tonight until this morning. And, and last night... Sword Brethren, uh, I mean, not long before our program, so I didn't have a whole lot of time. He passed me a, a Facebook snapshot, a snapshot of the Facebook page, allegedly, uh, of this Arizona shooter. And, and, of course, I took it for granted that he had, he had done his research. And, and I'll speak on his defense also in a minute. But, but um, it turns out that the page was a phony. Now, now the page is, um, it, it showed Jared Lofter, this Arizona shooter, as an extreme leftist, right? Well, and, and as a homosexual. And while the Facebook page was a phony upon close investigation this morning, and, and I must have spent like half the day on this, the charges are probably true. The charges that the Facebook page makes. Jared Loeffner is a leftist, and he is a homosexual, and, and I shouldn't care, right? I, I really shouldn't. But... Because I have this mind comp site, I'm sometimes quick to um, to defend slander against well, well against Christian Germany, well, well once Christian Germany maybe, and and against the the term Nazi because it's it, it's used as a slander and and it shouldn't be, and and um, we know who the people are that do that the, the Jews that equate Christians today they equate they openly equate. Christians as Nazis. Most Christians are nothing like the picture that they draw of Nazis. They depict um, tea partiers who, who were mostly centrists and moderates. They depict them as Nazis and, and slander them every chance they get. And, and most of those people aren't, um, aren't, aren't even really conservative. They're, they're just... Um, they just want their country back, and they don't know what to do about it, and, and they don't know what to believe, and most of them are still lost in, in the false mainstream paradigm. And, and that's what the Jews hope. They keep pushing the political center, that they continually push it to the left. And, and as, the, as the political center moves to the left, and, and they drag most of the people on the, they happen to drag most of the people on the political right to the left with the center. It, it's, it's, the, the propaganda is amazing, and, and most normal people, or, or, or the average person is really fairly conservative, even if he doesn't know it, the average white person is. And, and they keep dragging him to the left, and, and he just goes. It's, it's, it, it's really incredible. Well, well Jared Lochner, I'm, I'm compelled to talk about him because I had to research his background today, and I, I put up a couple of um, articles on the Mein Kampf site at Christoginia.org concerning him. And, and while the Facebook page turned out to be a fake, and, and a lot of people would look at it and say, well, his name is obviously misspelled, in Sword Brothers' defense, and I have links here to screenshots to snapshots of the pages, the Huffington Post and Fox News, which I have reported through a paper called the Business Insider. The Huffington Post did originally report his name as L-A-U-G-H-N-E-R, which matches the 
false, the, the fake Facebook page. The Business Insider, I have a screenshot of an article that says that AP and NBC are reporting that the shooter is named Jared Lochner, L-A-U-G-H-N-E-R, matching that Facebook page. So, so we see that AP, the Huffington Post, NBC, well, well, Fox News, and and they all reported, they all errantly spelled this guy's name, that this that this shooter's name in the original reports, and that would have led Sword Brethren to believe that the Facebook page was legitimate. Uh, I can't really fault him too much for that. He did say that he checked it out, and, and he was tricked. Uh, I mean, he had to be tricked twice. He had to come across the Facebook page, which turned out to be a fake, and the news reports, which which incorrectly reported the name. So, so I mean, sometimes we just get tricked, and and he was tricked twice, and 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 then I was tricked along with him. However, and and I'm glad I did it, and and I'm going to read my article here, and and probably add a few explanations. This morning I researched Jared Lochner and and what all the websites that I could find were saying about him. And I had to address this, I felt, because a lot of websites are saying that this guy is a right-wing neo-Nazi extremist who who loved Hitler's Mein Kampf and they got him tied up and they connected him to Tea Party people and the entire conservative religious right and and the, the left the left wing propaganda is off the hook and and there just happened to be a lot more left wing sites on the internet and and a lot more communist Jews that could sit home on their asses and type all day on on forums that that um well, while real people have to work for a living and and um that there are a lot more left-wing sites on the Internet, and, and they have a, a, a much louder vocal minority. So today I wrote, Jared Lochner and the Propaganda of the Left. It's on the front page of my Mein Kampf site. And, and I have screenshots of all the sources that I used. And, and um, I could have put a lot more here, right? And, and basically, there are many media outlets which have been trying very hard to identify this Arizona shooter, Jared Lochner, with the fringe right or neo-Nazi groups. Among such outlets are the Daily Mail of London. Let me read that headline. Tucson shooting suspect linked to fanatical pro-white magazine with anti-Semitic and anti-government views. That's how this is going down in the international media, and it originally came from Fox News, as far as I know, which is the, the supposed to be the conservative network, right? Well, well, Fox News isn't conservative. That's all a joke, too. AllYourTV.com, um, Conspiracy.me, Anti-Fascist Encyclopedia.com, very obscure sites, but there are a lot of them that are reporting and, and repeating this same trivial, this, this same tripe, right? They are all evidently clamoring to blame Whitey. Infowars.com, and I have a screenshot of this article, too. They're all linked on, on, on the front page of my Minecom site. Infowars.com has reported that Janet Napolitano of the DHS, along with certain Fox News staff, and others have connected Lochner to right-wing conservative extremist or even white supremacist groups. In response to these and the hundreds of posts in forums across the Internet, it's probably thousands of posts now, 
which makes similar claims, I felt a need to act quickly, and, and yesterday I posted this Facebook page captured by Brian, which has turned out to have been a fake, and I apologize for that. Yet, of course, I still feel that I have a need to respond to these false claims, and one thing is clear, that all of those who are claiming that Jared Lochner was a right-wing extremist, a neo-Nazi, a white supremacist, or a professor of any similar ideology are all liars pushing an agenda. They have done the same thing in the wake of Columbine and, and many other such crimes, right? Some of the more established, and, and I don't like to consider them reputable either, some of the more established media outlets are not jumping to the same conclusions, surprisingly, and have published more balanced accounts concerning Loeffner, and, and they actually have. And, and the Huffington Post and, and CBS News and the Wall Street Journal have actually come out with fairly balanced accounts from what I can tell. Now, this hasn't stopped the leftists in government from attempting to use the case in order to fulfill their usual agenda, the new Bolsheviks carry, are already carrying the anti-gun legislation down to Congress, which the National Journal has reported in in um in relation to this McCarthy, this um that this woman who who ran for Congress, who who took advantage of her husband's being killed by a Negro on the New York City subway to run for Congress, and and beat the drum for gun control legislation ever since, and, and she's a straight white um, shishka Long Island Bolshevik, right? And and um, so so and Hillary Clinton has called Loch, has branded Lochner an extremist while, while she was in Arabia and knows nothing about the subject probably, and and I'm certain that the senator does not mean a left wing extremist, right? Because I don't think that that idea is in her in her vocabulary. The more sober reports reveal that Jared Lochner is actually a quite left leaning and liberal individual. Certainly the real Lochner is nevertheless a very confused individual and it, it only surprises me that the public educational system which we have doesn't manage to turn out a lot more Jared Lochner's than, than it does because um, it, it teaches a, it, it provides an education of confusion from the first year, right? It has to also be noted that not one of the articles I have found not one article, and this Facebook page claims that Jared Lochner is a homosexual. Well, not one article about Jared Lochner has mentioned him having or ever having had a girlfriend. He's never had a girlfriend. All these interviews with his friends, I haven't seen anything, and if anybody does see anything, I hope they correct me, but so far as I'm concerned right now, he's never had a girlfriend, which is a little strange for a young man of 22 yeah, you know, there are rumors that the Columbine shooters were homosexual deviants. The Kleibold youth is, is reportedly Jewish, and, and um, that would explain a lot, including their overt and pronounced hatred for Christians. There are also reports that psychotropic drugs were administered to, administered to those youths under prescription, that they were on Ritalin and, and similar drugs. The promotion of sexual, sexually deviant activity as a lifestyle choice and the administering of mind-altering drugs to children, these things are not normal and they are not natural. They are horrible sins being perpetrated upon a Christian society and they are nevertheless, nevertheless 
never honestly discussed or investigated by the mainstream media when these events occur. Nobody, did, nobody in the mainstream media ever asks, what, were, they, um, were they on Ritalin? And, and right, it's never reported that they are Jews. It was never reported that the Columbine killer, Klebold, was a Jew. It was only reported that they were two um, dysfunctional, un unhappy white kids that were probably picked on or, or whatever the propaganda was at the time. That's the propaganda that I remember. And, and he singled out Christians on purpose. It was never reported that he was a Jew, but which is basically a, a crime of omission by, by the media. There are indeed horrible sins being perpetrated upon Christian society, and they are nevertheless... That they, they're never honestly discussed or investigated. And, and when events like these occur, they're never discussed because... There are personal agendas involved. The media obviously has a, 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 an agenda which, which is apart from the welfare of the general population in this country. And I don't know when the hell people are going to start to wake up for it. Just like modern medicine, society attacks the symptoms rather than attacking the causes of its diseases. As seen in the apparently valid material being presented from Jared Lochner, actually I think that should probably be pronounced Lochner, there is a certain cognitive dissonance in the mind of one who would claim both Mein Kampf and the Communist Manifesto as favorite books. Now, a friend of Lochner's was interviewed by Mother Jones, which is a fairly... Which is a fairly, fairly liberal, it's an extremely liberal publication, Mother Jones, right? And, and um, the friend was quoted in Mother Jones as, as believing that Lochner had claimed Mein Kampf as a, a favorite book only to press people's buttons, what, which might make sense to me. Mother Jones also um, reported that Lochner's mother is Jewish. So it's very possible, and, and this is going around the internet, it's very possible that Jared Lochner was a Jew, and, and there's even reports that he attended the synagogue in, in his hometown with his mother. And, and if that's the case, and, and this doesn't come out in the media, well, you know that there's a, a, a cover-up of Jewish crimes in the media, just like there was with Klebold. And I'm not sure if the um, the other kid, Klebold's partner, was a Jew. I, I can't be sure. I, I I don't remember reading that. If, if somebody could document that and send it to me one day, I, I would appreciate it. Uh, the um, if it's true, as Mother Jones reports that his that that his um, mother is a Jewess, well, well, that would make a lot of sense because um, the Communist Manifesto. And that would explain all of his confused thinking, right? Because the Communist Manifesto seeks to destroy Christian civilization. If, nobody, if, if the people here, if anybody has not read the Communist Manifesto, it is posted at, at the Mein Kampf Project at Christogenia. The Communist Manifesto seeks to destroy Christian civilization, to destroy the family unit, what, which, it, which it is built upon to diminish the importance of men in society and to liberate women from the oppression of their natural role, which is the raising of healthy families.
in in this in the past 50 years in America, official government social policies cemented by legislation, the bureaucracy, and the court system have completely fulfilled the communist goals. The, the goals in the Communist Manifesto in this nation. We are a communist nation. We just don't know it. On the other hand, Mein Kampf was written as one man's response to this to one man's response to the destructive forces behind the Communist Manifesto, which were also being implemented in Weimar Germany in the 1920s. In Mein Kampf, Adolf Hitler espouses the value of strong traditional families and Christian morals and, and, and values as the backbone of a healthy society. Every society that has sought safety over liberty has destroyed itself. And this too has already happened in America. Our Christian ancestors understood that when bad things happen, they represent a judgment or a trial from God. That is why the Greek word crisis, which means judgment, became our English word, crisis, in the first place. Yet, in Jared Lochner's confused word world, as he professes himself, words have no meaning, no meaning at all, and there is no God. America will continue to be judged, and bad things will continue to happen. It is not that we are promoting crime or anarchy, God forbid, yet it must be understood that the natural result of the acceptance of sin is judgment, and that cannot be avoided by any means. One cannot legislate away the righteous judgment of God. And, and I have a couple of videos on the site. One is a video that's getting pretty popular on YouTube. It, it's a disjointed series of thoughts put together by Jared Lochner. And, and the other video is from a place calling itself Freedom Radio, and, and I thought it was a pretty good assessment of the Lochner situation as it stands and and he mentions Klebold and Harris and people like that, and, and the fact that whether or not they were on Ritalin ever came out in the media, which of course it didn't, and, and I thought it was balanced, so I, I, I put it on the front page of my site with my article. And, and that's the bottom line. It seems that even though that original Facebook page is almost certainly fake, well, well it's absolutely fake, it's still in a lot of ways very accurate because... As it turns out, Jared Lochner is certainly half-Jewish, possibly homosexual, and a worshipper of leftist icons and leftist ideas, the same ideas which is, have been destroying this nation for 60 years. Most of the political crimes that have been committed in America have come from the left. The ADL loves to beat drums about a couple of figures that may have been associated with identity at some time or other, like Timothy McVeigh, but who really weren't identity, like Bob Matthews. And, and they demonize identity, while at the same time, they have no mention of all the Jews the last 50 years who have perpetrated horrible political crimes in, in the name of politics. The Weather Underground, the Symbionese Liberation Army, the Chicago 7, and, and Dustin Klebold, and, and Jared Lochner is the latest in a long line.
of Jews perpetrating crimes in this country for political purposes that, that far outnumber anything that we have seen from the right that the only one they could possibly blame on, on Christian identity that I know of is Eric Rudolph and, and nobody put him up to that so so all we get from the ADL is, is um, but well the ADL is basically the, a public relations office for the world's oldest crime ring that's all they are and, and I'm sure we'll continue to get more of the same from them, more of the same slander and blasphemy. Okay, this is an open forum. I hope somebody wants to talk be, because I'm already out of stuff to talk about. So if nobody wants to talk, this might be a 20-minute program. <laughs> I'm telling you. So if you want to talk, just let me know, and I'll turn your microphone off, and, and maybe somebody knows a lot about the um, the Columbine case, and we could talk more about that, or maybe somebody's done more research on, on this Lochner than I have, and, and we could talk more about that. It looks like Victor's going to bail us out here. Hello, Victor. <laughs> Good evening, Bill. How are you? All right. I, I had to clean up the um, the, the Facebook page, you know, because it, I, I felt really bad this morning when I found out it was a fake page, and, and, and I was kind of muttering about Brian under my breath, right? Oh, oh and I have something else, too, real quick. From Salon.com, I don't have the links, but if you search Salon. And, and Lochner or Salon and Gifford, I'm sure you'll come up with these pages. Salon.com is making the hero of the shooting a queer Mexican. Or at least I think he's kind of Mexican. He, he's definitely Hispanic. His name's Daniel Hernandez. And here's what they say in their article. It's like they're rubbing it right in our faces. It says, it didn't take long... After 20-year-old political intern Daniel Hernandez emerged as the hero of Saturday's mass shooting in Arizona for the cynics to figure out the angle. As a poster on a Free Republic remarked, look shortly for the leftist media to push the gay Hispanic All-American intern saving the liberal congresswoman's life from the Tea Party angle. Well, Freepers, here it is. So, so that's what they're doing. They're, 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 that this gay, that this queer Mexican evidently um, put pressure on a, on a bullet wound to staunch the blood, and, and now all of a sudden he's a hero. And, and all he really did was what, what, any, um, what, what anybody who's a political intern for this congresswoman at the time, what, what anybody normal should do, and, and he did that. And, and he fulfilled his basic civic obligation that is far from making him a hero. But which is incredible. But, but of course, they, they love to do that. Now, now there's another article on Salon.com. I didn't get it up in time for, for this, on, a link up to it on my own site. But when you see the picture of this Jared Lochner at his, his, his what's basically his mug shot, but when you see this picture, he is one hideous son of a bitch. There is no doubt in my mind that he's a Jew he, 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 he is one ugly bastard and that's all I have to say about that <laughs> they have his booking photo up there <laughs> all the prior photos I've seen of him he looked like a white boy well, well yeah right he did with hair and, and in the sunlight but this photo is horrible yeah I saw it. And, and I can't imagine it not being his um his booking photo I can't imagine them getting some hideous-looking freak and, and sticking him in there instead. I mean, <laughs> but but he doesn't, the, this, the, the photos of him with longer hair don't, the, 
this bald-headed photo of him look has the same hideous face than, than the floppy-haired teenage photo of him, right? And, and well, some of these other photos of him where he's outdoors are a little more becoming. Most people, when they get their head shaved, uh, look kind of weird. I know I've had my head shaved a couple of times, and <clears throat> I didn't look right with them. In fact, I look like a thug, but that's beside the point. Well, I've had my head... I didn't know about this Jewish angle in his family, though. That's news to me. Well, well, this the the Jewish thing came from his friends that said that his mother was a Jew and that he attended a synagogue with her. And and for a liberal, yeah, you know, this this comes from Mother Jones that that I originally got it from. Yeah. And I've seen it. I've seen it in in many other places since then. But I saw it first in Mother Jones. And Mother Jones is a really really leftist magazine, right? Leftist, well, news outlet, if you want to call them that. I didn't know it was still in publication. I thought it went away years ago. But, well, I don't know if they're still publishing, but they're still on the Internet. And, and I have a link to one of their pages li linked into my article on the front page of the Mein Kampf site. Uh, I didn't link to any websites. Uh, I, I wanted to make sure these pages didn't disappear, so I took all screenshots and, and put them up on my site. Yeah, yeah. The little girl, uh, surname Taylor Green, or I, I don't know if Taylor was part of her first name or not. She's as far as as far as I'm concerned, she's a Jew, or she was a Jew. She looked like one. She looked like one, and the last name was kind of a tip off to me uh, when I first read it. But just looking at her, she's got that um, Levantine look to her. So. You know, yeah, nobody likes it when a kid is killed, but uh, in her case, I'm going to be on the record and say, I don't care. I honestly don't. If it had been a little white girl blown away, yeah, I'd been upset about it, but tough. Um, no, the Jew angle on Lochner's is, is news to me. Like I said, I've been looking at pictures of him, but I saw the mugshot today, and I thought, well, yeah, he's, he's got something going on in his genetics. Um, this, and you know me, Bill, I'm not given to conspiracy theories, but there's something about this. Uh, there's something rotten in Denmark, as the Bard would have said. Well, well, yeah, there's a lot rotten in Denmark about this. Now, now, let me quote the Mother Jones article I got in front of me. Tierney believes that Lochner was very interested in pushing people's buttons. And, and that sounds like a Jew, right? And, and that may, like Marty, and, and that may have been why he listed Hitler's Mein Kampf as one of his favorite books on his YouTube page. Then in parentheses it says, Lochner's mom is Jewish, according to Tierney. It's there in black and white, right? Now, I mean, Tierney knows this person for several years. That this isn't a fly-by-night acquaintance in, in, you know, over a weekend. This is somebody who knew him for a long time. So what do you think is the overall motivator behind this whole uh, scenario? I have no idea. I can't tell. He, he's a lone nut. He's a loner. And, and it seems like, you know, if you look at all the conspiracy theories, right? Now, now here's a kid that never became established after high school. He, he floated around. He, he, it doesn't look like he held a really steady job or had any real, um, and any real career intentions. And, and it, it, even though he went to college, he, he evidently had nothing but problems there, and he got expelled from school. And 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 he um he he has all sorts of professors writing writing things about him, or teachers writing things about him that um 
that that intoned that he's just a flake, that he's just a lunatic, right? And and he yeah. evidently had no real career plans for a 22-year-old man. He wanted to join the army, and they rejected him. And that's the same basic profile that we see in in all of these other you know lone gunmen cases. But that doesn't mean it. That that mean I'm not saying that they that they are um, in fact lone gunmen who perpetrated these crimes on their own. But it seems to me that that's the type that would be easy to recruit to do something like this, right? That's what I'm saying. Lee Harvey Oswald, um, as a point, actually did make it into the Marines and did a stint in the Marines. And I'm trying to draw on memory. I don't think he got an honorable discharge because of his communist leanings. I think he got a less than honorable or maybe a general discharge. But he did make it in, and he was a misfit from the word go. Okay? So it sort of follows in uh, with what you're talking about, people. Listen. I've been in two different branches of the military. If you got your head uh, screwed on straight, it's not hard to make it in the military. Well, it's of course not. not. To get an, and get an honorable discharge. Just dress right, keep your mouth right, and show up on time. And man, you know, four years later, you got an honorable. So, I'd be you now. The military is claiming the Privacy Act, but I bet you it'll come out sooner or later why he was rejected. And I, I just have to wonder what it would be. Well, well, wasn't Timothy McVeigh the same type of guy, the same um, ex-military drifter? Yeah, he did really well in the military. Well, well, yeah, but he was out of the military, and he was basically just a drifter, right? Mm-hmm. But with no real direction in his life, and, and all of a sudden he gets recruited to do this Oklahoma bombing thing. It, it's, um, I think that they really keep track of these people, or look for these people, and... and and, and certain elements in the government or, or certain elements in society and, and enlist them to do these things. I, I can't, yeah, you know, this, this Jared Lochner talked about mind control and things that, um, that normal 22-year-olds probably wouldn't talk about or wouldn't even think about. That's true. So, so there's definitely more here than meets the eye. What it is exactly is, is going to be hard for us to um, put our fingers on, I think. Well, I'd maintain from the start he's some sort of Manchurian candidate. Now, what well, well uh, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Is, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, can't see, uh, I can't see a pattern behind it. I don't know. Why would they want to blow uh, Giffords away? I, I said from the front that I didn't think Giffords was a real target. I thought um, John Roll was a real target. Well, well right, but he actually does... A few of his friends claimed that he had run-ins with Giffords before, that, that he didn't like her and held a grudge against her. That, that's what this Tierney's claiming. Now, now, how legitimate this article is, yeah, you know, these articles could be planted to, yeah, you know, but if Lochner's mother is a Jew, that, that explains everything to me right there. I mean, <laughs> that, that explains all of his cognitive dissonance, all of his um, social problems. As Alex Linder said a long time ago, once you know a Jew is involved, you know 95% of everything you need to know. Oh, right. It's just minor details. Well, he said that one thing probably pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know about the rest of what he said. but <laughs> Kaiser's got an interesting link in there. Uh, Jared Lee Loftner may be Kabbalistic. Oh, boy. Well, if he's into that stuff. Now, I saw an article today about him having a shrine of skulls in his backyard and saw a picture of it and 
I thought it looked kind of harmless. It wasn't a shrine of skulls. It was like one skull on top of some other things. Let's see if I can find that. I saw it on the Drudge Report. Yeah, the devil made him do it. Tucson Shooter's Twisted Skull Shrine. And Oh, here's that mugshot of him again. It's like one skull surrounded by some shriveled oranges, some candles, and a bag of mulch. You know, uh, well, well, this um, Jewish racism at blogspot.com, uh, this is basically quoting the same Mother Jones article that I just cited, right? Oh, okay. I suspect he is a Kabbalistic Jew's advocacy of the myth that the year 2012 was the end of time was a Jewish myth. Started in the Talmud, as I described in my previous work. Well, what do you know? Well, somebody ought to point that out. And, and this um, JewishRacism.blogspot.com is tying this in with Christian identity another way. <laughs> oh, oh, Talmudic and Kabbalistic beliefs, which are fundamental to Christian identity. Yet, you know something? The Talmud is anathema to me, and I've never read the Kabbalah. And, and none of them, neither of them have any um, contribution to, to my religious beliefs, right? So I don't know how the Talmud and the Kabbalah could be fundamental to Christian identity. Yeah, that's just crazy. And, and this Jewish racism at blogspot.com, I'll bet this is probably um, either a, a half-breed evangelical or a Jew that's, that's running this site. That would be my guess. Well, I know there was a Kabbalistic link with the uh, 2012 thing. I thought that was a Mayan, Indian... Well, well, maybe it was the Mayan Kabbalah, right? Hey, there you go. <laughs> you know, looking at this guy's mugs, uh, mugshot, he reminds me of um, that character from the Adams Family. And don't say you didn't watch the Adams Family back in the 60s, because I know you did. Uh, um, you, you know, I may have seen it a few times, I'm being honest. Okay. There was one that was like Grandpa or something on there. He was real pale and bald and had that bizarre look on his face. Uncle Fester. Thank you, Papa Cat. That's exactly what looks like Uncle Fester. Like he hasn't seen sunlight in a month. Yeah, yeah, he's a real beauty. Yeah, his, his salon.com picture definitely looks like Uncle Fester. Right. A 22-year-old Uncle Fester. I don't know what's up with that. But that's the way Jews are. The, the older they get, the more hideous looking they get. Oh no, kidding! But they usually that 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 that, that troll look comes out in them when they're older, right? It really does. Most non-whites have that quality about them. You know, they may look nice uh, when they're young or in their twenties, and then they hit something like twenty-nine. Especially a lot of non-white women, they get into their thirties and they just go downhill. By the time they're forty, they're hideous. But yeah, this kid's a straight freak. So a gay wetback was the hero of the hour. Okay. <laughs> Agenda much there? <laughs> but some factoid is going to come out. You just wait, because they're going to talk about this for the next month. Some little factoid is going to come out, and um, suddenly it's going to be like a key in the lock. It's just going to make, uh, make everything make sense. Well, we'll see. But look, look at this, like, like this, um, that this New York Daily News. Well, well, this is yeah, Daily News. That this is a real liberal rag too, right? It's a Jew that owns the paper. Mm. Well, well, this take. This is not a big corporation that owns this paper. It's a single Jew that owns it, and and he owns a few. He owns the Atlantic Monthly and and um, U.S. News and World Report. I think it is. Well, well, um. 
take gun control in the U.S., take our poll right on, a, right, right on this page. Current laws are too strict. Current laws are not strict enough. Not sure. I think I'll vote. Mm-hmm. Current laws are far too strict. I saw that one on Fox News. And now, according to the... Well, well, you know, real people wouldn't read the Daily News, right? But according to this, 88% have voted that current laws are not strict enough. We need to regulate access to deadly weapons. Really, because the, um, the poll I saw on Fox News, I believe it was Fox News' website, it was like the opposite. I voted that um, we our, our gun control laws are too strict. And when they showed me the results, it was overwhelmingly the same way I voted. So, Well, well usually it is on, on mainstream sites. But but this is yeah. the daily news, right? Not, nobody's going to come here except some, some Greenwich Village faggots. <laughs> and, and people that trip over it on Google. Now, they have the same mugshot picture of, of this Jared Lochner that um, Salon.com had. Hideous Uncle Fester looking picture. So they're going to start reassessing security for members of Congress now. because What well, was interesting was three or four years ago, Hal Turner, when I listened to the Hal Turner show, um, Hal Turner had an interesting game plan that he postulated as possible on his show was that if half of... In, I'm just repeating what he said. I'm not advocating it. If half of Congress were wiped out and it would be very easy to do, then maybe the other half would start listening to white people. And he postulated that if you had five men hit teams and you knocked off about 200 congressmen, senators and representatives, then maybe it would get something done. And he addressed the point that members of Congress outside of doing their job in D.C. actually have very lax security. They live in townhouses outside the Beltway, or they come back to their states, and, uh, you know, they've got homes out in the countryside, and they're pretty easy to reach. Uh, and I'm I'm really surprised that somebody hasn't whacked a congressman or attempted to uh, before now, re- especially in the recent political climate. Nobody considers but, them important enough. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, you know, I used to – I used to um, – this is honest, and I don't advocate any violence, of course, but I used to tell the niggers in prison, all you big tough guys in prison, not one of you has hit, has hit a judge for giving out these 30-year sentences for crack. Mm-hmm. And, and they all act tough in prison. And, and, you know, the federal government is a fearsome thing, I guess, right? That's the way I look at it. It's the, the um, But when you get a lone nut that commits a violent act... It, it's always a violent act that seems to help the Marxist agenda one way or another. Yeah. In other words, there aren't any lone nuts that commit violent acts that are on behalf that are actually on behalf of the people. There aren't any. The all the violent acts that are, that are committed feed and and assist the Marxist agenda. That, that's the way I see it. That, that's the way I see the last fifty years of history. Yeah, you, you, assassination. you have never seen a lone nut do something stupid that would actually help the populace. But like um, Sword Brethren said last night, that the um, all those leftist radicals in the 60s, and none of them blew up the mercantile exchange or the New York Stock Exchange. They tried to blow up what? Cops? Now, now, now blowing up cops, where's that going to get you? 
that that makes a statement for the media, but it doesn't advance a radical leftist agenda. It doesn't. It doesn't help the people. It only advances an agenda that allows Congress to pass laws to further oppress the people, and that's what we've seen every time. And in all of these so-called um, political killings that that have happened in this country, I guess the worst of the radical groups in the '60s, uh, as far as getting anything done, would have been uh, Weather Underground, right? And, and look at a few bombs. And, and look at how they were rewarded. Yeah. Well, well, the Black Panthers killed a lot of cops in in the '60s. Yeah. But look at how the Weather Underground was rewarded. They have nice, comfy university jobs now and, and fat retirements, which is just incredible. And, and people don't put two and two together. They don't see that. <coughs> They're starting to. But, well, all of the um, all of the heinous crimes that have been committed for this for political reasons in this country have only helped. That none of them have ever helped the people. None of them have ever been pointed at the real targets which are the causes of, of oppression in this country, money lenders, Federal Reserve, that they've all been pointed at um, basically low-level figures that, that, that and, and assisted in advancing the causes of those who would oppress the people. So, so you know who fi- who, who's behind them just by looking at, at who they assisted. It's the long road towards Marxism, towards Bolshevism. Just like the the Soviet Union, they took the short path, right? The destructive path. Here it's the long march. It took a hundred years instead of two, but they've still accomplished it, and, and we've just gone right along with it. Well, Khrushchev said they'd fire, uh, bury us without firing a shot. Well, he was right. He must have known something. I mean, the Frankfurt School didn't come out of the Soviet Union for nothing. Looks <clears throat> like it came out of Germany, right? Not originally. It came out of the Soviet Union and went to Germany. It came right out of the um, Lenin School of something or other in, 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 in government or politics or whatever. It came out of the Soviet Union and it went from the Soviet Union to Frankfurt. And then they moved from when Hitler got tired of them um, causing trouble in Germany. He got rid of them and, and they came to New York. And it was the Rockefellers that arranged for them to come to New York through that um that economist, what the hell his name his name was at, at Columbia. I, I can't think of his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. John Maynard Keynes. Thank you. Rockefellers had assisted in that. They were behind that, bringing the Frankfurt School here. They sent John Maynard Keynes to. They financed. They funded him a trip to um the Soviet Union. He toured the Soviet Union before he brought them here. And he said what a paradise it was, or what didn't he? Well, well, I'm sure he was just enamored with it. I don't have all the details. That's why I haven't done a program on it yet. It's, it, I have the leads, and I, I have to research it further, if I can find viable source material. On, on the Rockefeller Keynes connection, right? You know, I'm looking at a picture of this uh, this shooter, and uh, with his hair, he's got that wavy hair that some Jews have, you know? Oh yeah, he's a Jew. It's I'm I'm convinced of that. Just his 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 look, but but it's documenting it. It's important, right? And the the tyranny comments in in the Mother Jones 
issue, or, or well, well, that's not really solid documentation, but here is a witness to this guy's life that knew him all through high school and, and college. So, uh, I mean, he should know whether or not he was a Jew, right? Well, who who has no, he's making this assertion with no axe to grind. But you do have an axe to grind. Do I have an axe to grind? The truth is the truth. If he's a Jew, well, well how come all these, how, how come all these school shooters and all all these um, lone gunmen nuts? How how come so many of them turn out to be Jews? And, and that's not pointed out by the media. How come they're always white in the media? So yeah, that, that you could consider that an axe to grind. I want the media to tell the truth. Is that an axe? Uh, I don't know. Is that too much to ask? Well. Take the tack that you can't blame every one group, one group for just because they have some. But well, then why say they're white on the news? Exactly. Well, why make it a point to tell everybody that they're white? He's not white if he's a Jew. If only there were Irv Rubens out there. Hmm. Irv Rubens, you know that uh, JDL thing. Well, I think he died in prison. They must have killed him because he was just a loose cannon. I, I don't, I don't know him, so I can't say anything. Or Ruben of the JDL. Um, you don't, you never heard of this guy. He, he used to threaten people. Yeah, I don't know him. I'm being honest. I, I really don't know him. Probably, probably from that part of my life that I didn't pay any attention to the anything, right? Well, he's fairly, he was fairly old at the time, and he's already dead. So who cares? That, that was actually probably about the first 36 years of my life. <laughs> well, two things to watch out for if, if uh, Mr. Lochner is indeed a Manchurian candidate. As more information comes out, watch and see if one or both of these things comes to life in his background information. One, a history of sexual abuse. And two, a history of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? S sanctioned uh medication well, well yeah right absolutely and that and that one on um, exactly and that one video that i put up there from that freedom that freedom freedom radio guy that that's right off youtube i got it right off youtube this morning it looked fair and balanced and, and it raised a lot of um the, those same points right and and um that that's why i posted it because they don't that they they suppress that information in in the columbine shootings some of those kids had been on those psychotropic drugs. What about a childhood history of sexual abuse? Because um, I don't know a whole lot about the Columbine shooters. I mean, was there any of them have a history? I don't remember that ever coming out, to be honest with you. One interesting thing, if you're just looking for something to look up one of these days, um, is check into a guy, his name is um, Dr. Michael Aquino, A-Q-U-I-N-O. Uh, he's a quote-unquote, former Satanist uh, lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army and Army Reserve, was big into the Army PSYOPs. And there's a big cloud over Aquino's past concerning some uh, child abuse going on at the Presidio back in the 80s in California. And there's been a lot of speculation that MK Ultra is still very much going on, and one of the uh, mechanisms used to create disassociative personalities is um, early on child abuse in, in kids. So it creates a disassociative personality 
and such a person is more likely to cling on to radical concepts when introduced to them in their teenage years. And I just have a sneaky suspicion Mr. Lochner is going to wind up um, fitting that pattern. Now, I'm just speculating here based upon what I've read before. Well, well no, I wouldn't. Victor, I was just, uh, I'm sorry, but let me just say that I was just going to mention the, it looks like the MK Ultra project is still going on. Oh, it definitely is. I wouldn't doubt if he didn't have an abnormal um, sex life somewhere along the line because he's never had a girlfriend. There's no mention of him, a 22-year-old kid and and never having had a girl. I, I mean, in today's day and age, come on. There's no mention of it in, in any of those articles, I I which I thought was striking. Much, uh, I'm sorry, but I don't think that's too... Um unusual nowadays because of all the alienation it's awfully unusual to me i, I mean i don't it's when i see a 22 year old that's never had a girlfriend he's got to be a fag i mean that's the first thing i think of mm-hmm. and, and if he's a fag well well then yeah you know the sad part is the, the sad part is that society doesn't see that as a disease so they they don't want to mention that in the media but when they do anything bad they they only want to mention it when when they can draw them in a positive light but it is a disease and it does cause dysfunction yeah very much so and, and it should be considered a, a um, point off when you assess people right at, at least a point I would say three strikes but in the first two DSMs it was considered a mental disorder but when DSMs when the DSM uh, became more a manual for insurance reasons than for medical treatment reasons per se, then it, it got taken out, and the, the reasons were, well, you know, there was no clinical evidence that homosexuality was a disorder. Uh, they couldn't come up with a legitimate uh, description and a list of symptoms for it. Okay, what's the symptom? Well, you like to have sex with other guys. Well, yeah, that's what homosexuality is. I mean, is that really a listable symptom? Well, I agree. I argue it is, but I'm not. It's a sign of, of, of a total lack of morals, and it's a sign of recklessness. Yeah. A wanton personality. It's, it's wantonness. It's profligacy. That These things were seen as negative qualities at one time in the history of our race. That now we don't consider them to be qualities. Well, you'll see that brought up in descriptions of... Um for example, a histrionic personality disorder or a borderline personality disorder. That kind of behavior does get brought up. Sexual promiscuity, uh, a tendency to expose one toward uh, oneself toward danger and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, and they're both hallmarks of homosexuals, like you pointed out. But, um. Oh, Gerald, I'm sure you had a girlfriend at one time in your life. I'm sure you had women friends. I'm sure you had some kind of paramour. <laughs> By the time I was 22, I was probably going through my 12th girlfriend. Blighty I am. But uh, I've been single my whole life, too. So, Well, well, my kids, um, yeah, you know, there's no stability in relationships in these in this day and age. And, and that's mm -hmm. one of the signs of dysfunction in our overall society. But... It, it's just not normal for, for me, for a 22-year-old, never to have a girlfriend, and, and I think he's a fag, and, and I think that time might, just, time might prove that. 
Oh, I imagine a lot more is going to come out. There's there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, reading between the lines on him over the next couple of months. You're going to hear all kinds of interesting things about him that will speak volumes to uh, people who can read between the lines like yourself or me or anyone in this room. Well, well, some elements that that um that that are really um pagan white nationalists but claim to be Christian identity bishops have have already made this faggot Jew a hero. So, so that shows you where they're coming from. I just had to mention that while we're on the topic. Well, I will say, you know, he he waxed a uh, he waxed a judge that I wasn't very happy with. So, you know, I mean, that scores him a couple of points in my book. Right, but I'm still not sure what and any if this was one of those um, pre-planned acts of violence that that we're so accustomed to um, observing over the past several years of our history, and and there's really an agenda behind this greater than some lone nut. I can't see what the benefit is of it. Yet you know because here here we have a. Um, a Jewish congressman that, that plays to conservatives because she wants to get elected. She's in a very conservative state, Arizona, generally. Mm-hmm. And, and we have a, um, a, a judge who's basically voted for the New World Order. I, I mean, it, it's very clear that, he, that he's an open borders sort of judge, that he's pro-undocumented um, worker and, and um, has some clear decisions in, in that direction. So, so I can't see what... The um, the hidden establishment, if if I should call them that, and what what they have to gain from from this. Hey, uh, Bill, uh, Mike is on the. Except on for the, the further eradication of, of our Second Amendment rights, right? They have that. They always have that to gain, but they didn't have to off what what appears to be two of their own in order to achieve that, right? That's the way I look at it. So I think that there's stuff here that well, we still don't know. I don't buy the fact that, that this kid is just a... a um, you know, some of the material I read today said that he had hardly any experience with firearms. But, but he managed to pull off a, a few pretty good shots. I mean, <laughs> for, for someone that's only been to target practice once or twice, which which is the way it was portrayed on, on some of these web pages, I, I think that there's... Um, yeah, there's more smells there. Here's Pro Hello, Mike. How we doing? Hey, guys. I've been talking. I've already given a long diatribe on the Jared Lochner case, and and the the the, um, the the evidence looks like he he's a possibly homosexual, half Jewish, left wing nut job. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> I was sitting here with Dan. Actually, uh, he's sitting right next to me. We're actually in the in the room with uh, my son right here. But uh, I would have I would have turned it on and started listening. But they had a bunch of people in here. Probably would. Uh, yeah, that would have raised some eyebrows. I'm sure that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't blame you for not wanting to have to deal with that though. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've already piped up my mouth on a few things already, so I'm, I'm trying to keep low key. But you know, even in a situation like this, I'm pretty vocal about stuff. <laughs> well, I guess everything's going um, at, at least as good as could be expected under the circumstances, right? Yeah, the wife, uh, the wife's fever now. She's dropped back on. I just checked her. She's ninety nine point nine, and uh, 
Uh, Lachlan looks like he'll be um, getting off the breathing machine by Wednesday morning if uh, all goes well, which it looks like it does. He just uh, he's been peeing all right because they're kind of worried about his kidneys are shutting down and such. But now he's been peeing really good. Actually, they just checked the diaper on him, and he actually had a little what you'd call a shark. So looks like he's going to have to start having a little bowel movement going on again. What what Marty would call lunch. If you want to give these people some background, it's yeah, you know, there's a few people here that aren't, I don't think are aware of your situation and what happened. That's up to you. I mean, I could do it. I'll probably screw it up though. Yeah, well, what happened was um, about a week and a half ago, both my uh, boys, the three-year-old and the 19-month-old, um, were coming down with you know either a little cold or something, and my my three-year-old gets pretty bad with fevers, and he actually had a febrile a febrile seizure when he was about 11 and a half months old. He jumped up to about 106 and got taken to the ER for that. Um, so we've been really cautious to watch him with fevers, and he had about 103 and a half last week. But uh, we got him to break it right away, and you know we learned how to break it right now, and um, just paying attention. To and so my my 19 month old son Lachlan, he uh, a few months ago he had looked like he got a little sick because his neighbors were like, oh come on over for dinner, and they had like you know, the one neighbor I said they had like 10 kids. She had like five of them sick and didn't tell us. And so my 19-month-old Lachlan, he had got sick. Well, he when he gets sick, he doesn't get the crazy fevers like a three-year-old, but he gets these. Uh, well, this is, this is only the second time it's happened now that he's in the hospital, but it's really short breath. And what we ended up doing that time is taking him into a, the hospital, and they just gave him a breathing treatment and said, well, you know, next time just try to take him out in like some cold weather and get him some fresh air, you know. So, because he snapped right out of it after one breathing treatment the first time this happened a few months ago. Well, this time we tried giving him cold air. And, uh, oh, hold on, I'll be right back. He's kind of coming out of his sleep here and rolling. Hold on. Well, I guess I'll just um, put that on hold and let Mike finish the story. Basically, they ended up in a hospital. In, um... All right, I'm back. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, what we did is we tried to uh, ride this one out at home. We did... um. We steamed some eucalyptus oil and tried to get him to breathe that. Tried to take him out every 20, 30 minutes. It's cold. And he wasn't breaking any. He's getting really short of breath, really nasty coughs and, and crying fits. So we took him in the hospital again locally where we were at. And it's, um, you know, it's like the biggest hospital in the county, but, you know, they didn't have nearly the facility. Well, we were in the middle of a snowstorm, so they decided... They tried to call for a, a medevac plane or helicopter. They couldn't come into town. So they had to call a place two hours away in Marquette, Upper Michigan, to send a, um, what was it, an advanced life support uh, ambulance. And uh, they said they couldn't use the one that was in my town because it was only basic life support. So they did that. It took them two hours to get through the snowstorm. You know, even with the lights on and trying to go fast, it was still just a regular two-hour drive. Picked them up. And uh, they started heading back, and I tried following them. And while I was following them, I got ahead pretty far. But the, I got a call saying, oh, we stopped halfway to this hospital we were trying to go to. And uh, he was starting to flatline, and his, his heartbeat was dropping really bad. And so they stopped at this other hospital at the halfway point, and then got him, that's when they got on a breathing machine right away, and it started sedating them. 
They tried to get another flight for life for him, and they couldn't because the weather was bad there, too. We got him to Marquette, and it was only a layover point for maybe an hour or two. And um, that point, they got him a medevac plane to come in from Green Bay, Wisconsin. And so I ended up driving, I don't know, seven hours chasing the ambulance and plane, and the wife rode with him all the time. So we got here, and... Um, they, they immediately put him into uh, uh, like a high intensity uh, ICU ward of pediatrics, and had he's still listed as critical. Um, but his numbers, the first day and a half he was here, wasn't looking good. They were they were pretty much saying that uh, they're lucky if you made it. And, but uh, now he's uh, he's he's coming around a little bit now. And then to add on to this, we were just talking about my wife. Uh, my wife and my one-month-old, my wife just a couple, few hours ago, uh, really sick and spiked up to 103 and a half herself, and started getting a little delusional. And then my one-month-old spiked, or didn't spike, but she got a low, low-grade fever of 99 and a half. So I'm like, oh crap! But my wife actually looks like she's knocking it out and just getting some rest, getting some fluids in her, and then my. Uh, my son Lachlan is in ICU here. He looks like he'll probably be off the breathing treatment by Wednesday if everything goes well, and then we'll probably be stuck here for a little while longer, though. But that's that's pretty much the whole deal. They never did figure out what what happened or you know what caused this. We throwing everything up in the air from pneumonia to uh, anything. They couldn't figure out what it was. So. So they still have no clue as to what could have caused that. That's that. That's incredible. I mean, I believe you, but it's just in, in, incredible. They they can't determine that through some sort of culture or sample or or something that they could. Yeah, I think they still have a couple of cultures that they're gonna that are supposed to be coming back soon. But they did a lot of tests and swabs, and you know, everything came back negative. And pneumonia, RSV, I don't know what else? Some flu strains. Um. What else did they check for? That was a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, they. So they basically just, you know, kept him pumped up on saline. Uh, they ended up doing a, a feeding tube yesterday on him because they realized he probably wasn't getting off the ventilator right away, and and they uh, they got another more permanent IV in him stuck in his groin area, and um, they were worried about, like I said, him him urinating and. <laughs> So funny, they said, uh, uh, it made it, some, doctors making some comment about, well, you we don't, don't want to run on a catheter him because he's, you know, he's not cut. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, his meckle's not going to get cut either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's in a lot better shape. And, um, as it stands right now, everything's looking decent for everybody involved, so. Well, we pray so. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Thank you. Dan's going to jump on there and say hi to you guys, too. He's sitting right here. Okay. Hello, Dan. Hey, how you doing, Bill? Good. Glad to see you around helping our buddy out there. Probably, he probably needs it. Couldn't do anything other. Great. Well, well, I guess that's we can't add any more to that, right? I, I mean, that's about it. If um, you have anything else you want to talk about or say or... That this is an open open forum program, people. That this is. Yeah, I give, give people a uh, piece of advice in a, in a situation like this, which is you know difficult to deal with. Um, 
you know, we, we talked about this earlier, Bill, about the fact that, you know, when you get a kid that's in a situation like this and they hear, oh, you haven't vaccinated, because, you know, I don't know if everybody here knows, we did all home births and no vaccines, no circumcisions, you know, everything the way it's supposed to be done. And, um, you know, of course, when you get a, you know, a child sick like this, especially when you can't diagnose it, the, the minimum is the insinuations that, well, you know, if you would have got vaccines, I'll, I'll let you know right this right there, that will play on your psyche when they do that to you and your kid's about to die and you're thinking, should I? But I'll tell you right now, no. You know, don't don't ever let that uh, intimidate you if you get in a situation like that. Well, well, mercury in a kid is not right. Right, that's an excellent attitude because how many of their their other customers have had vaccines? I would say probably about ninety nine point nine percent of them, right? Yeah, and they're sick too. And, and yes, Mike, they are sick too. Mike, I can understand what you're saying, but you know, here's a question you can ask right back at him. If you don't know what's wrong with my son, then how do you know a vaccine would have made a difference? Exactly. Oh yeah, you I tell me what he's got. Away. Yeah, I fired that back right away, and I will say this for, you know, I've, my wife's a nurse, so, you know, obviously I've seen a lot of different uh, you know, scenes in the medical industry just being around her, and where we're at right now, i got to give them credit, um, you know, obviously, you know, some of their training and what they've been taught is wrong, but, you know, it is genuine, you know, white people for that matter here that are actually caring, and I'm, I'm very pleased with the, with the type of people that are dealing here with Oh, right, and you're fortunate for having that. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was just going to say, you know, it, it, it was, you know, their training kicking in with this all. Well, you know, yeah, of course. Barely all of them, though. Well, well, I'm sure there's a percentage of the healthcare industry that have actually read the reports on the Internet and, and have, yeah, you know, they're training. They're not taught in nursing school that there's mercury and, and aluminum and, and monkey, minced monkey guts in, in those vaccines. They're not taught that in school, you know. Pig swine, you know, swine in there and everything else. Right, they don't know that. Most most of them think they're doing the right thing. They, they sincerely believe it because they can't imagine they've been misled, deceived, or, or misinformed. But when you have that diploma, you have an education, right? Uh, I mean, that's the pretense. Hello, Martin. What do you have for us tonight? Well. I was uh, reading a, uh, a blog about this guy, uh, Wachler, and uh, he's a more and more like, like an Edomite. Martin, you're like, um, you're you're about 45 minutes late, aren't you? I am. That's, uh, I would say that's typical. Old news. Yeah, it's very old news. I, I hate to burst your bubble, but, uh, but, did, um. Did you all get the, uh, the weather underground connection? A weather underground. I mean, I mentioned the weather underground is another, you know, bunch of left-wing Fruit Loops that that um, have committed heinous crimes on on behalf of the the Bolsheviks in this nation. But no, do you have a specific weather underground connection for us? Yeah, apparently he went to some sort of school uh, for two years, run by uh, Bill Ayers. Someone else uh, reported by World Net Daily that uh, he went to a school that was of the uh, Weather Underground. That also he was some sort of uh, Satanist as well. 
Well, well, he had a shrine set up in in his backyard with with a skeleton and a, and a little fire gadget, and, and that would show that he's a Satanist. But he's a Jew, so he has to be a Satanist. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the two go hand in hand. That there's no doubt in in my mind. If you're a Jew, it's of course you're a Satanist, whether you're practicing the rituals or not. Doesn't matter. And but, um, also. Uh, the uh, the the school that was run by Bill Ayers of the the Weather Underground was actually funded by the uh, the Annenberg Group, hmm. which I guess uh, Obongo had some 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 sort of connection. Yeah, he was on that board. And do um, you have a link for this this um, Bill Ayers connection? The guy just he, he put a post where he he uh, mentioned all these facts and and. Uh, he said that he got it from the uh, World Net that it was uh, as reported by the uh, American Thinker and uh, World Net Daily. So, so it's it it could be judged as hearsay right now, right? Well, that's that's what those the, those uh, news sources are. are uh, yeah, right. I don't know if I really want to. Is is World Net Daily? Can we really consider them a news source, or, or are they more like a an an alternative yeah, source of commentary? Don't really know that much about them. And also, uh, apparently there's there's a new push for uh, gun-grabbing legislation being pushed by... Uh, yeah, well, Jeff I've already discussed that. I, I've already discussed that and, and named her with it. it. It's on. I don't know if you've seen the front page of the Mein Kampf site. You probably haven't, but uh, I have... Sorry, last night. But, well, I, I updated it all this morning, right? Okay. I wrote another long article and worked on it all day today because, because of the um, the fake Facebook page. But, but I've also basically um, shown why Brian may have been led to believe that that page was real, right? Because the initial reporting on the spelling of Lochner's name was L-A-U-G-H-N-E-R. And, and I have the documentation required to show that. Yeah. Okay, the reason the Army rejected Lochner uh, drug test. failed a drug test. Right. Yeah, that came, I saw that this morning. I just forgot to mention it. But didn't he serve in Afghanistan and then was kicked out? No. No, no he was never accepted according to what I've read. Yeah, that was one of the original reports. That, that was one of the earliest reports. And, and I have a link to that. It, it's on the, um, the Business Insider. He, he, I only have a. Um, I took screenshots of everything, right? So, so that I didn't, so that it doesn't disappear, right? AB, AP and NBC are reporting that the shooter is named Jared Lochner, L A U G H N E R, and is an Arizona native. Some have reported, including Fox News, that Lochner was an Afghanistan war veteran. So there you have it, and and it's all bullshit. Yeah, you know how quick they are to blame veterans. To, to blame guys coming from overseas for, for um, shoot-ups. They've been pulling the trigger too quickly on that, these news agencies, for a while now. Yeah, but the, the, the main motive has got to be the Democrats. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you see, I'm not sure if I entirely trust Joseph Farrer, right? Who's that? The, the guy behind WorldNet Daily. Now, I put in a, a Google search, WorldNet Daily Jared Lochner, and, and um, well, well, I got it spelled the wrong way. Let me spell it the right way. Bill, I put a link in the chat window to WorldNet Daily's article on him. 
Yeah, that was just about my next click, I swear. <laughs> it, it came up second in this search. First and second, actually. I'm like uh, Uncle Fester there. Yeah, that's just what we were talking about. See that, Martin? You missed everything. <laughs> yes, he does look like Uncle Fester. All he needs is a light bulb. <laughs> Don't give me any ideas for Photoshop. Why? We could take a Martin Winstead haircut and throw it right on there. Weird. Uh, Kent, I, I don't know. It's, it's you, you know, I always, that those L-A-U-G-H and L-O-U-G-H names, that they were always pronounced lock, like McLaughlin. And, and um, yeah, you know, oh. with the Irishmen where I'm from in Jersey, I mean, maybe they're just backwards or something. Well, the G-H, usually the G is silent. I had a drill sergeant in Army Basic by the last name of Lachlan. That's how he pronounced it, and it was L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. This is how I always saw it pronounced, right? McLaughlin. Yeah. Okay, now this name, right? I have seen that pronounced D-O-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y. I've seen it pronounced Doherty and Doherty. I've seen it pronounced both ways by Irishmen in New Jersey. Doherty and Doherty. So, so it, it could be Lowlin or Lachlan or Loner or Loner or Lochner. Blame it on the Irish. I mean, they, they just get drunk and fight in bars and, and forget how to pronounce their names. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I forgot Delany was here. <laughs> I am actually about a quarter Irish. I, I don't admit it, though. <laughs> yeah, but the whole thing has got to be about about, about the, uh, the the Second Amendment, about gun control, right? Well, that's the drum they're playing right now. Yeah, but I can't understand. If this was only about gun control, why do they have to take out two of their players? Well, I don't, I don't think it was just about gun control because I... I the little bit I, I caught of this, I was in the waiting room and I saw, uh, you know, Wolf Blitzer. We all know what he's about. And then the Cafferty file, which is the the commoner on there, and they were they were basically alluding to saying that, well, you know, this is this is all caused by people that uh, you know hate and words do cause people to harm others. And so we need to figure out how we can deal with, you know, they're basically saying how we can come up with hate laws that circumvent the First Amendment. And that's what they were. They weren't saying anything about guns. They were saying that, you know, words do kill people, and it's very hateful. But, well, they've already started working on that in society by convincing these people that the First Amendment doesn't cover hate speech. But the First Amendment should cover every kind of speech. It, it shouldn't... It, 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 if the First Amendment was only aimed at protecting nice speech... Why would we need it? It's that simple. Well, yeah, they certainly benefited from the 60s when they wanted to push all their filth, and now those same people that won, you know, in the Cultural Revolution are, are trying to turn the, turn the tables and, and stop us from doing it. Well, well absolutely, because they're trying to cover for their crimes. That's what they do in every, every nation they infest. They use liberalism to, to get what they want, and, and then they, they, um, they retract it all.
I'm ready to put the kibosh on the uh, First and Second Amendment. Oh, of course. The Jews have always been about destroying the Constitution in this country. Tyrants can't have freedom. That they don't ever want to be challenged. That they're in charge now. That they that they believe that they're running things. They think they have it all under control, and and they want to um, protect what they've done. They want to protect their progress. I don't see anything about Obama or Annenberg on this page. Oops. There's nothing about Annenberg on this page, on, on this World Net Daily page. Political radicalism. I'm on this World Net Daily page. I don't see anything about Obama or Annenberg. Bill Ayers, Communist Provided Arizona Shooters okay. Curriculum. The resources that, that, uh, that he quotes are American Thinker, World Net Daily... Uh, here, here, here's a page that um, here's a page on World Net Daily that that asks Bill Ayers, communist provided Arizona's shooters curriculum. It's a question. High school part of learning community funded jointly by Obama and domestic terrorist, meaning Bill Ayers, which is that's what he is. Jared Lee Lochner, the suspected gunman in Saturday's Arizona shooting, attended a high school that is part of a network in which teachers are trained and provided resources by a liberal group fund founded by weatherman terrorist Bill Ayers and funded by President Obama. WND has learned. You know, that's not really a connection, right? I mean, that's kind of tenuous. Yeah, yes, the entire educational system is polluted, and Bill Ayers is a part of that pollution. But I don't. I don't think that this is really a solid connection. It, it's it, it's interesting to show that that the things that they're doing in schools aren't any better than the things that that you know than what they could blame on anybody else. That their hands are dirty. But but um, that's about all that can be shown here. Small schools workshop group. The small schools workshop has been led by former top communist activist who is an associate of theirs. And they received Annenberg funding. The name of the school is Mountain View. Well, it, it's the the pity isn't that um this kid went to a Bill Ayers a school which whose provided with whose curriculum was provided by Bill Ayers. The pity is that Bill Ayers is around to provide curriculum to our children in the first place. But what's a '60s radical communist that tried to blow up cops doing teaching school? Teaching, um, te basically teaching teachers how to teach our children. That, that's that's the shame. Well, my only intent was to to um to, to um apologize for for the gaffe we made last night and and to show that this guy is a Jew and a leftist and and a pervert and and there's no doubt about that. I don't think. Can't blame this one on the, on, on white what white boys and neo Nazis. I'm sorry, Martin. It sounds like his high school was some sort of Zionist training ground. Oh, absolutely. But he's a Jew, so what do you expect? All high schools are Zionist training grounds today, I would think. Well, which one isn't? That they're all teaching um, that these pro-sexual deviancy agendas, multiculturalism, globalism, um, Zionism, that, what, what aren't they teaching that, that's, um, what, what are they teaching that's not revolting? Okay, we have anything else tonight? That this is still an open forum, right? Uh, I mean, we need open forum participants to have an open forum. Right, sleeping. The the um the list goes on and on and on. Evolution, Yada Africa theory, 
Afrocentrism, that is a million sins that, that our high schools are teaching our kids. Everything they teach is a lie, except maybe some basic math. Now, here's something to look at, and I don't know, you could have been talking about it because I had to step away for a moment. But, um, let's see. Uh, LJ throws a link into the chat talking about... Um, a foreign intelligence service report circulating in the Kremlin today states that the top U.S. federal judge for the state of Arizona, that's Roll, was assassinated barely 72 hours after he made a critical ruling against the Obama administration's plan to begin the confiscation of citizens' private retirement and banking accounts in order to stave off their nation's imminent economic collapse and after having the U.S. marshals protecting him removed. According to this report... John McCarthy Roll was a chief judge in this district court for the District of Arizona who this past Friday issued what is called a preliminary ruling in a case titled United States of America versus $333,520 in U.S. currency at all, uh, wherein he stated he was preparing to rule against Obama's power to seize the American citizen's money without clearing convincing evidence of a crime being committed. Now, this can be researched out to see if this actually uh this case was actually... Well, well, yeah, right, but I would like to know how currency could become a defendant in a case. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> Here's a case number for it. Bookmark this and look into this later. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that later because it's extremely... Um, Weird. It's interesting. I, I, I don't know how a... Um, but the government can sue an, an amount of currency, right? That's kind of retarded to me. I, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't make much sense at all. Now, Robert Balakias is circulating mail answering charges that this um, that Red Lochner was a, a Nazi, right? Because of his subscription to American Renaissance. So, so he's answering that a few days late, probably. But Balakias takes the mainstream anti-Hitler tack. Well, which I just don't understand how a thinking guy can can do that. Uh, I don't understand how somebody could understand two seed line identity and and um, think that Hitler was evil. I, I can't. The two are cognitive dissonance to me. I mean, if the Jews are deeming if, if the Jews are demonizing a world leader, yeah, you should probably vote for that guy, right? <laughs> okay, justia.com lists this as an actual case. United States of America versus $333,520 in United States currency at all. Filed November 30th, Arizona District Court. Presiding judge was John Roll. The cause, bulk cash smuggling into or out of the United States. Um... Well, they have successfully confiscated cash of people traveling with bulk cash that that haven't declared it. They have successfully confiscated it when they found it in in, in their luggage. I know that. I know there have been cases like that. Well, Prime, he didn't rule on it. He didn't have a chance to rule on it yet. But supposedly what this article is insinuating was that he was going to uh, make a ruling that was not necessarily in the... Obongo's favor. Actually, the defendants were the currency and Saturn Aura XE 2007. Oh, so the currency and the car. Like, like my mother the car or something? Saturn Aura XE 2007. 
That's awfully strange that the government could yeah. sue a, a, a pile of worthless cash and, and a car. Well, I'd love to read the brief behind this. I think you got to have a subscription to Pacer to do it, but oh, let's see. Case summary. Maybe we get something here. Yeah, one, of no. the, one, of the environmental, one of the environmental cases, the government actually sued a Ford tractor. Wow. For what? For thinking it was sexy. No, I think the Ford tractor was, was being <clears throat> sued because it was implemented in a crime against some sort of womp rat or something that was supposed to be extinct or was a part of a confiscating a farm, um, basically the illegal removal of someone's property. Well, Prime raised a good point in saying that this case with the car and, and the, the money doesn't sound like it, it has anything to do with pension or retirement funds, as the Soviet, well, as the Russian source claimed. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't the Russian source just be another bunch of Jews? Well, well, basically it is. It's it's one gang against another. It's their international crime ring against our international crime ring. Yeah, you know, it's Mensheviks and Bolsheviks. They don't all get along. We think that we, we attribute to them a lot more unity than um than they have, right? I mean, if Satan's house were divided against itself, how could it stand? Well, well, fortunately for us, it's all, it often is divided against itself, and in the end, it won't stand. Well, I'd like to see him confiscate my bank account and get a good giggle there. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I keep the real cash stuff in a mattress. Well, well, right, but $335,000 prime, that's a drop in the bucket compared to the $2 trillion the bankers just ripped us out of, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. Prime, they're just magic paper dollars. As soon as we realize they're not worth anything, they'll have no power. Hey, Bill, is it true that it only costs the Federal Reserve about $1.25 to print 1,000 bills of any type? I read that in uh, Babylon's Money by Bertrand Comparez. Well, well, you know, the Federal Reserve, the government oversees the printing of the money. It can't really cost a whole lot to print that money, right? Actually print the bills. I, I imagine that it probably couldn't. I mean, of course, I don't know what the current figures are, but... It, it can't be very high. Yeah. And that's all the government does is print the money. They don't issue the money. The Federal Reserve gets to issue the money. The government's printing the money is basically only a formality. They can't do anything with it. They have to sell bonds to represent that money under this current system, which is evil. If the government can print bonds then they could just print the money themselves. They don't need the Jews to print the money because they're printing the bonds. I mean, the bonds are an IOU and the money's an IOU. And, and the money's only backed by a by a, another IOU. Yeah, not even by gold anymore. But when the bankers get to loan you the money, well, well now you have to go produce real goods and services in order to get more of that money to, to pay back. So it's really a scheme. And and the the end game of the scheme is that the bankers end up owning all the property in the world. That's the only possible way that re result that one could have. Well, when they're the only ones that are allowed to counterfeit money, which is basically what they're doing. It's a con. The whole system's a con. And and evidently Lochner knew that because he was writing about that. He was just writing about it rather um in in a rather scatterbrained way. 
and, and from a left-wing perspective. But it doesn't take much to know that today. It only takes a little Internet research. Yeah. Well, it takes about, I say, 10 minutes of your day to look this up, and most people on the Internet just uh, listen to music or go to... I Actually, I don't have no idea what they do, but it's not important, so that's why they never learn the truth. Well, Martin knows what they do because he looked up the top um, 50,000 sites on Alexa. Martin, tell him about what the top 50,000 sites on Alexa are. Top 500? Cash. Yeah, yeah, the top 500. It's all pornography. That's what people do all day. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's what they do on the Internet. They, they don't look up anything real. The advertising sites. Yeah, the top 500 sites are basically Google and, and eBay and a few mainstream media sites and, and 490 porno sites. Did Mark say something about uh, conquering a nation, you have to corrupt morality? Or is that someone else? I, I, that wouldn't be something I don't think that Marx would say. That sounds like something that might be in the protocols or, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But that it's, it's all on the my, my mind comp site. The protocols are on there. The Communist Manifesto is oh. on there. It, it's all searchable. Very good. I'll read that. So what else do we have tonight? We need something else. Gerald, you got anything to say? Mac Dog? Somebody has to have something to say. Or, or I guess two hours, this program's probably run its course, right? I remember these used to go for five hours without Winstead. Huh. Hey, Bill, do you know of any other mass animal deaths besides blackbirds? I think there was another uh, death of ravens and Sweden or something. I haven't heard anything. I, I know there was something happened in Italy. There was a, a die-off, a bird die-off in Italy, somebody was saying, but I haven't seen yet. You know, I didn't go chasing the details. Yeah, that's it. Boss G gas? I thought it was a natural phenomenon, but this is happening everywhere right now, so I don't know. Well, well I mean, there have been natural bird and fish die-offs, or, or bird and fish die-offs that have been attributed to causes of chemicals. And, and like Victor said, lightning could kill a, a flock of birds. I mean, that's highly plausible. I'm sure it doesn't happen very often, but it's very plausible. There's not a conspiracy behind everything. And, and we should be cautious about uh, about um, yeah. you know claiming so because then when when we do really find a um, an anomaly and and we're always claiming there's a conspiracy behind every little thing well well not nobody it's like Chicken Little right I mean nobody's going to listen I think they turn out detractors turn out a lot of these theories so that we'll believe them and then like if we say anything credible the public's not going to believe it. Well, well, that's absolutely true. I, I bet half the information on the Internet is probably misinformation. I like the fully cooked birds dropping out of the air. Yeah, right. That that was what I said the other day. The niggers would go crazy if you could get them breaded and fully cooked and they drop out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Harp supposed to be doing that, cooking them, and then they drop out? Yeah, that was one of the conspiracy theories. Is it breading, too? But, well, I got the, the Negroes complaining there's no breading, right? That they would blame that on, on Bush. A friend of mine read this uh, story online that Mr. Rogers from that television series was a uh, Marine sniper or something. <laughs> and he believed it for about 20 minutes. Yeah, Mr. Rogers' favorite color was blue. Well, well Balakaius did publish something good about a week ago that seriously discredited Snopes. And and that was that um people were saying that this Kagan 
was the Solicitor General and and defended Obama in all of the cases that were brought against him for for concerning his citizenship. And Snopes basically said that that was a lie. And and um, somebody went to the Supreme Court website and researched it and found that Snopes was was lying that it was true. That Elena Kagan was the Solicitor General who signed. The, the and defended you know signed the briefs and defend, basically defended Obama in in his um citizenship case. Yeah, I don't give Snopes a whole lot of credit. But well, right, it's, and that's what I'm trying to say. They they can be um <clears throat> they're just as political as as the next kike. They have an undeserved reputation because they're basically full of it too. Well, is that it? Am I calling it a night here? Are we out of stuff to talk about? We've gone almost two hours. Yeah, two hours is probably enough, right? Okay, everybody. Thank you, and, and we could go down to the open house if, if you just want to talk down there. Uh, imagine that, wanting to talk down there and not wanting to talk here. Uh, okay, thanks, everybody, and, and y'all bless, and, and good night.